Hi, and welcome to Combos with Chloe. Today, we're going to talk about dating and when you think you aren't beautiful enough, good enough, or worthy enough. Being back in the dating scene, which is so fun, <laughs> um, I've noticed that the way dating is right now and the way it is when it comes to finding a mate or finding somebody to even just get to know a little bit better, I can totally see how a woman would possibly feel like they aren't beautiful enough, they aren't good enough, whether it be because maybe you'll talk to a guy and he ghosts you out of nowhere, or you're not getting enough likes if you're doing online dating, or if you feel like you've been dating for a while and you seem to just not be able to find that person. I want to talk to you today about when you feel this way, uh, the dangers of feeling this way, and really how to come out of that. And I hope that it does give you the confidence to know that you are beautiful enough, you are good enough, and you are worthy enough. Be back in just a second. All right, and welcome back. So I'm really, really excited about talking to you all about this topic because as I've been back in dating and even seeing some things that men are expecting of me when you date, uh, I'm starting to really think and see and thought about even some things of the past um, of how sometimes in the midst of dating, we can start feeling like something's wrong with us or maybe I'm not pretty enough. Is it because of my size? Is it because of how I look? Maybe I'm not worthy to have somebody. Maybe I'm not good enough. And I wanted to discuss this because I really think it's important for us to know where this comes from, of feeling that way, why it's so dangerous to feel that way, as well as how to get out of thinking like that. Um, because it really can affect you in dating for multiple reasons. And it's definitely not what God has for you to think about yourself. And it's definitely not how he sees you. Uh, God has multiple scriptures in the word of how he sees us and the plans he has for us. But my favorite one is from Psalms the 139, 14, where it talks about how thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know that. Or in another version, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. That scripture in itself has always reminded me that when God created me, when he put me and formed me in my mother's womb, he didn't make any mistakes. He knew exactly who Chloe would be, what she was called to do, and what she would look like. And a lot of times where this is coming from, number one, when it comes to how you see yourself is because one, you don't know how God sees you. If you really look through the word, even if you just Googled how the Lord sees me, you will see so many things that remind you that God sees you as wonderfully complex, beautiful, wonderful, fearfully and wonderfully made. He doesn't see what you see when you look in the mirror. He sees who he knows you are and the person he's called you to be, and he has deemed you beautiful, wonderful, perfect in his eyes. So the first thing that you need to realize is first, ask God, Lord, help me to see myself the way you do. Help me to love myself the way you do. Help me to not look for other people to tell me I'm beautiful and accept who I am. Help me to accept who I am on my own with you. 
So many times what it is, is that since we don't know how God sees us, the number two thing is that you have not even called yourself beautiful. You have not even looked at yourself in the mirror and look yourself in the eye and says, I am beautiful. I am worthy enough for a good relationship. I do deserve somebody to pursue me and love me and treat me and love me the way God does. And what happens is if you already don't accept who you are, you won't ever be able to find that in the world. And you definitely won't be able to get that type of confirmation in a person. One thing I notice about us is that even if we do find somebody who loves us, cares for us, thinks we're the most attractive thing in the world, we struggle to even take in those compliments because we don't believe it about ourselves. You know you are this way if somebody might say to you like, oh my God, I love your smile. Oh my God, I think you're so pretty. And you may respond like, oh, well, thank you. And you know, why are you saying that? It's almost as if you struggle to accept a compliment because you don't even believe for yourself that you feel this way. You don't even believe for yourself that you're beautiful. So you have to accept who you are first before you can even accept a love, before you can accept somebody seeing you that way. The number three thing sometimes where this comes from is our past. If you possibly were verbally abused or emotionally abused when you were younger, somebody telling you that you weren't worth anything, you aren't beautiful, or maybe possibly you was in a past relationship where that person beat you down and made you feel like you were nothing and that you deserved the treatment that they gave you, that can be a big part of why you feel like that as well. To help with that, I super always suggest counseling. I'm so big on counseling, and I've even started a ministry called Caring Counselors Coalition. If you're in the Alabama area or Mississippi, I have counselors who would do it at a very, very cheap rate to help you get counseling if you cannot afford it. But I do suggest that you talk to somebody about this because you're going to have to heal from that for you to either accept who you are and allow other people to accept you as well. The number fourth reason I think it comes from is that many times, especially when you're dating and you actually have boundaries, you actually feel like there's a certain type of dating you deserve, there is a certain type of man you deserve, and I don't mean like in a judgy way or perfection way, but more so like you know your worth. For instance, I desire to be pursued, and I feel like I deserve that, and I'm not really attracted to a man unless he is a pursuer. Um, it's certain things that I just won't do. Um, I've noticed, um, you know, I'm a big advocate for out online dating for several reasons, and I noticed that the more I met guys, they expected that when we first met each other for me to spend a night with them or they expected to spend a night with me. I don't even know you like that yet. <laughs> like what the world? And I noticed many of them were like, well, other women have done it or you're the only person I've ever had issue with that with. And they'll even try to persuade you as if you're crazy that you don't want to spend a night with them the first day or you don't want to be physical with them and you're not even like even in a relationship. So what happens is you'll find yourself like, oh, well, all these other women are getting guys or, you know, well, maybe I need to change myself because that's why I don't have somebody. Do not change who you think you are, what you feel you think you deserve. I promise you, there's somebody out there who will pursue you. There's somebody out there who will respect your boundaries. Do not... Um, take down what you believe you're worth, comparing yourself to other people and what they're saying other women have done. You are you, you are different. 
And when you find yourself comparing yourself to how many dating prospects you have, you will seriously start belittling who you are and your worth. Don't go by how many people this person is dating or, oh, they're in a relationship. Stick to what you have. And that's the fifth thing, comparing who you are, whether that be how you look, your shape, your size to other people. I know nowadays it's really hard because on social media, we see people's relationships and, you know, people showing their body a lot more. And it seems like it's all about who has the best body and who's the prettiest and filter this, filter that. And so what happens is you start thinking like, oh, well, you know, maybe I need to lose weight. Now, don't get me wrong. You need to lose weight for health reasons, do it. Um, but you may start feeling like, oh, oh, I need to gain weight and become a little bit thicker so I can attract somebody. Don't compare yourself. Don't feel like you have to belittle or take down your what you feel like is worth and what you desire in dating. Don't allow yourself to have thoughts about yourself as if you aren't enough. You need to make sure to actually speak over yourself what you feel that you desire as well as who God sees you to be. Something that helps me a lot um, when I find myself kind of struggling to accept things, and it really works. Look at yourself in the mirror. Look at yourself in the eye. I'm talking about directly at yourself, like you're talking and speaking, encouraging somebody. And all the things that you're struggling to believe and speak over yourself, say it. Look at yourself and say, Ashley, you are beautiful. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are God's work. I know that full well. You deserve to be pursued. You deserve to be loved. You do not have to take down your boundaries to get a man. You are loved alone. You have God even by yourself alone. You have all that you need and more on this earth. And when the time is right, God will bring someone in your life that treats you that way. And you know what? If it doesn't work with that person, somebody else will come. But even so, if they don't, it doesn't change your beauty. It doesn't change your worth. And it definitely doesn't change the calling God has over your life. I know, ladies, it's really hard dating these days. Oh, my goodness. It is a struggle. It is not fun. <laughs> but you can meet good people sometimes. I definitely have. Um, and I'm going to talk a whole different um, podcast in regards to how to date in this time because they're very different. Um, and the expectations of guys is very different. But please don't question who you are because of your prospects, because of how many people am I actually calling you or texting you back or because somebody has ghosted you. Don't do that to yourself. It has nothing to do with your worth, your beauty or who you are. Um, this is just kind of the day and age we are, sadly. Um, and you need to stick to what you feel like you desire and what you deserve. So when I come back, I'm going to talk about really the dangers of why it's not good to think this way and really how to combat that and what to do so that you can always know that you are beautiful enough, you are worthy enough, and you are good enough. I'll be back in just a second. I'm so tired of him telling me he's going to change and then I come back and nothing has changed at all. I wish I could truly just let him go, move on with my life, and open myself up to the love that I really deserve. I'm just tired, I'm frustrated, and I know I deserve better than this. Ever had any of these thoughts? Yeah, I did too. 
And many times we always do when we're dealing with someone we know isn't good for us, that we know we should have just left as soon as the breakup occurred. In my new book, The Breakup, I not only help you let go of your ex, but also how to heal, forgive, and move forward. I help you explore the many seasons of emotions, thoughts, and reaction that take over us in a recent breakup or divorce. I know it's hard. I know it can be frustrating. And it can take a lot of patience. And I'm hoping that as you read The Breakup and The Breakup Guide and go through the sessions and the discussions as well as some of the reflections that you'll be able to not only let go of your ex and heal, forgive, and move forward, but also so you can heal, see what areas need to change in your life, and be able to move forward to the life and love that God has for you. Check out The Breakup at ChloeMGooden.com, available now as well on Amazon.com. God bless. All right. So welcome back. So we've already talked about where it comes from to feel like you aren't good enough, beautiful enough or worthy enough. So let's talk about why this is so dangerous in dating. I had to really make sure that I stuck to what I believe about myself, what I believe I deserve, because I noticed that we can automatically start doing things that are not good for our soul, our spirit, man, our mind, our hearts, and our bodies. If we get to a place where we feel like we aren't good enough to kind of keep our boundaries and we think that we have to kind of diminish them to get somebody. So the danger of feeling like this is number one, you'll accept any type of treatment. Anytime we get to a place where we're so desperate to have somebody and we start thinking that we have to do A, B, and C to get a man, you'll start basically taking anything. If he won't pursue you, you'll be like, oh, well, maybe I'll just call and text him all the time. And you'll start making excuses. Oh, well, you know, he does like me, but maybe he's just, you know, a little insecure or he doesn't know how to pursue or maybe I need to kind of help with his confidence. You'll start basically making all these excuses of why he's not treating you a certain way. When he brings up to you like, oh, well, you know, I don't really go out um, like that, you know, but you can come over and we can watch a movie and you know in your heart that's not something you want to do, especially if you have in your mind that you would like to wait to a certain point in your relationship or marriage to before you become intimate, then you end up putting yourself in situations that you know you don't want to be in. For instance, I have learned even through the COVID-19 pandemic, I totally get that some people want to be safe and not go out. Totally get that, especially if you're not vaccinated. I'm vaccinated, so I kind of don't have a problem going out. I just wear my mask. However, I have noticed guys are using that as a reason to not take you out, which I think is hilarious. Uh, and so what happens is, oh, I don't really like going out like that. But, you know, I have no problem with you coming over. No, don't don't diminish what you desire for that. I noticed that they'll say that, but they go out with their friends. They go into the grocery store. <laughs> They're going out to eat when they want to. It's okay to say, hey, well, I'm not really into, you know, just coming to somebody's house or you come into mine. You know, it takes me a little time to get to that place. However, if you think you're ever in a place that you want to go out to eat or, you know, even if we went somewhere safely where it'd be, you know, six feet distance, we can go out. 
Like, do they? Um, I've actually stopped talking to guys who just won't do anything. They just want you to come to their place. Be okay with going to the next person. Um, and that's the thing that's really important. When you know what you want and what you desire and you know you're worth it, it's easier for you to move on to the opportunity of somebody better and different and more in line with what you want um, a lot quicker because uh, you don't feel like you're just desperate. And so it's really, really, a really, really big thing for you to really think you're worth these things and good enough and be patient in that. So you don't put yourself in situations and where you know you don't deserve that and you're accepting any type of treatment because you think that that's what you're worth and that you can't get anything better. The number two thing that it was really dangerous about it is that you kind of, you basically, I don't want to say kind of, you do miss God's best for you. Now, I don't believe that it's just one person out there in the world for us because God has given us free will. He can't make a person love you. He cannot do that. Um, but he can, as long as you are in the same faith, um, equally yoked, God is open to who you date. Of course, he doesn't want you to be with somebody who's abusive, who's not helping you become the person that God has called you to be. However, you can have different prospects that could possibly work and that you could glorify God with and you can have a life with. When you start thinking that you're not worth a certain type of man and then you belittle yourself and then you diminish what you feel like you deserve, you will end up being with anybody, basically, just because they give you attention, just because they tell you you're beautiful, just because they make you feel good, just because they accept who you are. And what happens is you start kind of ignoring red flags or things that kind of show you like this person probably really isn't good for me. And then you kind of start depending on them to fill up this confidence in you. And that's the number three thing that's really dangerous, too, is that you become codependent on that person to make you feel good, to validate you, to make you think that you are worthy enough. And what happens is if it's not a good hearted person, they will flip that, especially narcissists and start using that as a power over you because just like they can fill you up and make you feel good because you don't accept who you are if it's a person without a good heart they can flip it and start being verbally abusive or start tearing you down well because your faith and your hope is in that person and your confidence they can automatically flip it and have the power over you even with that, if something happens to you all in regards to like a breakup, you all aren't working out anymore, you will become devastated because you become codependent on them to validate your worth. Never, ever put your validation in who you are and what you deserve in a person. We are, um, what's the word I'm looking for? We're not perfect. We sin, we have our ups and downs, our minds change all the time. You can't put that type of faith in a person to build you up. That's God's job. And that's God's heart and Holy Spirit within you that builds you up and his word reminding you of who you are and what you're worthy of. And so a lot of times if you feel like that, you're going to end up in situations you don't deserve. You're going to become the codependent on the person that is making you feel like you're worth something. You're going to miss out on God's best. And fourth, you will end up in situations that make you feel very uncomfortable. So even if I go back to possibly a guy's like, hey, you have to come to my place. I really just, you know, I don't want to go out or this is what I want to do. And you're like, oh, well, this is giving me attention. Well, you may be in a situation where it goes into some physical and you weren't ready for that. 
or you end up feeling not safe where you are. You may end up in a relationship with somebody that is not good for you and doesn't treat you well. You basically, because you felt like you deserve that and you started taking treatment that you don't deserve, you end up in a situation that is not conducive to you growing, to you becoming a better person for you to walk in God's will. Many times you'll know if a person is for you, if they bring good things in your life. So God talks about how when he brings things to us they are blessings they add things to us and they don't come with any sorrow i'm not saying that when you get in a relationship and marriage that things are going to happen yes that happens it's human nature but as far as the initial portion of when you meet somebody you need to ask yourself has my life gotten better or worse are they bringing good things in my life or bad things do i feel better as a person my spirit feels uplifted and in a good place or does it feel the opposite way You'll miss stuff like that if you are desperate to want to be with somebody because you feel like that's all you can get. So I'm saying all these things, hoping that you be able to see if you feel like that, where it comes from, as well as the dangers of that. So how do you fix this? How do you allow yourself and help yourself to see you are beautiful enough, you are worthy enough, you are good enough. Realize that it takes time. The way you're feeling about yourself right now, that came from somewhere. And it took you time to develop those thoughts. It took you experiences to develop those thoughts. And it took you a lot of time also to be in relationships and situations that have solidified what you already think. So if you ever heard of self-fulfilling prophecy, many times if we say a comment about ourselves or a belief we have, we actually do actions to match that. So if you feel like, oh, I'm not good enough to get a good man. Well, you actually do actions that match that. So you take any type of treatment because you're like, oh, I'm not good enough. So I'll just take him. And then you never meet a good guy because you keep basically belittling how you feel about it and then diminishing what you actually feel like you deserve. So guess what? You never end up getting to a good man because you already think that you're not good enough. So a lot of it first has to do with you're going to have to be patient with yourself when it comes to changing your mindset about yourself. Number two is that you're going to have to change your mindset about yourself. It helps a lot doing what I brought up in regards to looking in the mirror, like looking at yourself in the eye, speaking those things over you, putting those things on pieces of paper and putting around where you live, speaking that over yourself. That stuff really does work. Our words, our mouth has a lot of power. That's I'm very conscious of the things I say to people and what I say about myself. Eventually, the more you do that, you really will start believing that. The third thing I suggest is ask God to help you see yourself the way he sees you. Help him, or excuse me, ask him to help you to cover you as he helps to show you your worth that you are good enough, that you are beautiful, that you are marvelously and wonderfully made. Because you want to be covered during this time so that there's no way for somebody to come in and you become dependent on them, codependent, and you're not in a place yet to accept that type of love or compliments from it. Be very prayerful about that. God will help you with that. And then number four, write down what you know you desire, what you know you deserve, what you know you're worth. This will help you not deter from what you know you are, what you know you deserve, and how you should be treated. 
I know in my heart what I'm looking for for a guy. After everything I've been through, I'm pretty sure I know what I deserve, what I want, what I will never take again in my life. When you have that as a basis, it helps you realize, am I settling because I feel like this is all I can get? Is this what I said I'm looking for? Am I making the same decisions in the past? Because when you change how you see yourself, your actions change. And you have to make sure that you don't end up doing those same behaviors of your past. I hope that this helps you really see how you view yourself, the dangers of it, as well as helps you to kind of figure out how to adjust that. God really wants you to see this about yourself because the enemy will use this to put you in situations you don't need to be in, to put you in relationships, connection with men that are not good for you. Um, And also, if you see yourself as not worthy enough, good enough, or beautiful enough in dating, it will transpire over to as well or transfer over to as well how you see yourself when it comes to God's calling over your life. How you see yourself links into how you think God sees you. The enemy doesn't want you to know how God sees you. He knows the power in you knowing that. Don't allow the enemy to creep into your life, making you think that you are not who God called you to be. You are amazing. You are beautiful. You are worth somebody to love you. And you're also worth to love yourself. You are good enough. Do not take down what your boundaries are. Do not take down your desires. You are worthy to be pursued. You are worthy to have everything that you have in your mind that you want on this earth. In the word, it talks about how, how the world is beautiful, that is beautifully made, and that you can actually experience the beauty of this land. And you deserve that. And don't let anybody make you think any different. I hope this has helped you when it comes to your dating life and as well as just your life in general so that you can walk in exactly the person that God has called you to be. As always, I hope this has helped to heal you, has taught you something. And as always, we love you here at Chloe M. Good Ministries. God bless. I hope you have a wonderful day. As always, you can visit ChloeMGoon.com for more books, blogs, podcast topics, as well as resources. You can also contact me there for any questions and or also if you have anything that you want to inquire about with the podcast, as well as speaking events. As always, I hope that I'm able to lead you into healing, hope, strength, and fulfillment through Christ. And make sure to subscribe so you can learn more about the Chloe M. Good Ministries, as well as stay up to date. Until next time, God bless.